Dash Show Podcast. I uh, I wanted to ask you guys this because I, I took an Uber on the weekend for the first time in a while. And I notice now when you take the Ubers, the little thing pops up when the ride's done. It doesn't just ask you to rate the driver. It also suggests that you give them a tip. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole I thought the whole thing about Uber was you didn't have to tip the drivers. It just came right off your credit card. So how long has this been going on? I think since it started. I don't remember there never not being a tip option. I think they added it a while ago. In terms of, because uh, for a while they didn't tip, and then there was a big change, and they, because they were, Uber was accused of not treating their drivers right, and so they added the tipping option. There, there used to only be, I, as far as I remember, there used to only be a dollar amount, $1, $3, or $5, but now it's like 15%, 20%, 25%, until you switch it back to the dollar amount. So I, I think it's kind of tricks you. Because who knows what 15% of $18 is, you know what I mean? Well, anyone who does the math, Jim. Okay, what is it, Taz? <laughs> What's 15% of what? $18. 15% of $18, I don't know, $3. <laughs> well, there we go. Or something? Yeah, everybody's got a calculator on their phone, dude. Oh, that's, that's not way hard more do. handy than just picking $1, $3, or $5. But I, I, I don't know I like if I'm going to stop taking Uber now because the whole I like the not having to tip feature of the uh of the service do you guys tip your uber drivers jim just one dollar you give them one buck <laughs> yeah that's worse than- <laughs> that's worse than not no it's I not don't, i don't tip i i talked to a an uber driver i was just shooting the breeze with him like i usually do and the guy was like i i asked him about tips and he says mostly nobody tips and but he's like even a buck is helps it, you know, it makes them less bitter. So I just tip everybody a buck. It's not much. And you don't tip. You're a no-tipper, Dev. I do not tip. Why not? Like, their whole job is to take you from one place to the other. Like, unless you do something like... Let's, so I, I tipped once when I we had, like, a an unexpected stop, a couple people, and like one of the guys was being kind of loud, like, all right, I'll... You, you had to put up with us being, like, you know, smart asses in your car or... So I'll, I'll tip. Otherwise, if they go above and beyond, what if they gave you like a bottle of water or a pack of gum or something? Like I don't that? need I don't need water or gum. It's like <laughs> <laughs> if I want water or gum, I'll go to the convenience store. No, I like, tip no. them three dollars. You could buy a bottle of water and a pack of gum for that. No, I mean no. I mean everyone wants to be everyone wants a parade for doing their job these days. Like give me a break. Well, do you tip waitresses? They're just doing their job. They're just bringing you food. I tip waitresses because they are criminally underpaid, and uh, you got this. Also, tips the like the back room, the back uh, kitchen staff as well. It's well goes what's the difference? They, all they, yeah, they're doing they're their job. Doing their job. Fries. They because they can spit in my food. <laughs> <laughs> but well, that's the too Uber late. driver knows where you live. This is why <laughs> I feel like I need to tip. Oh, they're not. They're yeah. dropping you off at, at your house if you don't tip them. They're like, oh, that guy who lives in that house right there is a cheapskate. Yeah. I'll Listen, remember that. If they're going to murder me over $5, they were going to murder me to begin with. <laughs> the trick is if you don't. I, wasn't, I, I thought they might throw an egg at your window. I didn't think they were going to murder you, Dev. <laughs> or next time they pick you up, call their other Uber buddy and say, the house is empty. <laughs> the best way, to, if you don't want to tip, just wait like 48 hours because the app doesn't go away. Like, the tip option will remain on your phone until you open the app again. So just wait 48 hours, then put no tip, and they won't remember which guy didn't tip. Aha. Uh-huh. So drag it out. Yeah. I if you just go well. no tip, like, two minutes after you get home, then they'll remember. I wonder what is more, if you're an Uber driver, call us. What is more important to you? Is it a tip or a high rating? 
Like, would you mm. rather? How about I give you no tip, but I give you a five star rating, even though if you only did a three point five star job. <laughs> Listen, Uber drivers out there, I'm call, you can call me five star peacock. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be funny and confusing to give a guy a one star rating but a five dollar tip. <laughs> like, what? What did I? What did I do right? Or yeah. Wrong. It's up to you. You can get one star and five bucks, or five stars and no bucks. <laughs> Talking about tipping uh, Uber drivers, uh, now when you take an Uber, I guess it's been going on a while, I, I just haven't noticed, but <laughs> pops up, would you like to tip, and there's multiple cash options, and we're asking Uber drivers, what's more important to them, the cash or uh, a good rating? Because I think you can get in trouble if your Uber rating drops below a certain point if mm-hmm. you're a driver, right? Yeah. Same if you're a passenger. Like, drivers won't come pick you up if you have a terrible rating. Yeah. Uh, here's one. Hi there, Taz and Jim. Uber story. The tip is a much better option. We are making less and less money. Uh, you don't have to rate your bus driver or your pilot, et cetera. That's true. <laughs> kind of wish you did. If you could, yeah. Yeah. Rate them on landing. Well, turbulence <laughs> could have avoided that. You should have known better. That's from John. Uh, here's a, an Uber driver who likes your method. Jim says he goes with a, a $1 tip, which is the lowest suggested tip, mm-hmm. just to let them know you appreciated what they do. It's a little something-something. Yeah, makes you feel good after getting someone home safe, says this driver. Yeah, I mean, if you drive 20 people home that night, 20 bucks. <laughs> I do love Devin Peacock saying, like, uh, being so hard-nosed on tipping Uber drivers. It's their job. They should just take you where you're paying them to take you. But then he he admits that he tips waitresses. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because he he thinks that uh, the kitchen's going to spit in his food if they... (laughs) You've already eaten your yeah, food. Yeah, it's too late. Unless you go only to the same restaurant every time. We know the real reason you tip is because she touched your arm, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I think she likes me. She touched my shoulder. <laughs> and she called me Hun. Oh, 30%. <laughs> Doug Ford loosening some more liquor laws in Ontario. And one of those is you're going to be able to bring your dog Onto restaurant and bar patios, right? Yeah, this is this will also qualify, uh, qualify for uh, breweries. Uh, so tours and any brewers that have um, have uh, patios as well. I know there was like some out of Toronto that were praising this, saying that it allows more people to come by. And a lot of people have been talking online about how really it just allows people to bring their dog on the patios. I mean, that's that's the it's not too detailed. It's just you can bring your dog onto the patio. But um, is that a good thing? Is the question we asked. You guys, and we, we made a post on social media. Jim, we got hundreds of comments on this story. Yeah, let me rattle off a few of these. Jenna says, yes, a longtime server in a beach town I was. There are many people who bring their dogs down for a day to walk instead of having them put in the having uh, to put the dog in the car. It could kill them from the heat, allow them on the patios. Kelly says, why do we need to bring dogs everywhere? I have dogs, and I love my dogs more than people, but they do not need to come to the mall or the grocery store with me, let alone a patio where people are potentially drunk and can get rowdy. Leave your dog at home. Mark says, absolutely not. We were at a restaurant this summer that allowed it. I have nothing against dogs, and this dog was very well behaved. However, it was a breezy day, and we got showered with loose hair coming from the dog <laughs> when anyone passing by the dog stopped to pet the dog. Wasn't very happy when my $25 meal was full of dog hair. 
It sounds like a bit of an exaggeration. Yeah. Full like, of yeah, dog hair. Like, come on. Anyway, Elizabeth. Is that Parmesan cheese? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Elizabeth says, even if the dog is well behaved, my husband's allergies are so severe mm. that we wouldn't be able to sit outside very long. Uh, Tyler says, everyone's saying not all dogs are well-behaved. Have a good point. And on that note, we should keep things the way they are in regards to dogs and ban children from restaurants. Uh, Jesse says... Holy cow. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what's more disruptive, a dog or an annoying child? Let, let's let's stop here for a second. I I kind of get where that person is coming from, but... I think it depends. For the dog thing, the beach town, great point. Mm-hmm. If I'm at GT's in Port Stanley or the Pierside Pub and someone was walking by with their dog and they came in for a, a beer, I wouldn't have an issue with it. But if I was at a nice restaurant sitting down on the patio trying to have a, a meal and there was a dog there, that could be a distraction. Or let's be honest, a dog could take a dump while you're eating your meal. Sure. Not dog all dogs poop, are well-trained. Dog could poop or pee. Everyone yeah. thinks their dog is great, and they are great at handling their dog, when the truth is often the opposite of that. So, to me, it depends. I think it should, I'm fine with it being up to the establishment, whether or not they allow dogs on the patio. And it's the same with kids. If you bring your, your toddler to a five-star gourmet restaurant where people are having, you know, their wedding anniversary, stuff like that, you're kind of a jerk. If you go to Eastside Mario's because kids eat free on whatever day, then it's a different story. Oh, for the course. Yeah, it's it's full of families, right? Yeah, there's a couple comments here I, I want to read. Just two more here, Taz. Uh, Shirley says, my dog, my problem. If I choose to bring my dog on the patio and it misbehaves, then ask me to leave. It's the oh. same as if a person's not conducting themselves appropriately. You get asked to leave. Yeah, right, this person would calmly leave. I bet you'd be angry. <laughs> oh, you're an anti-dog, I eat or whatever. And then they'd read a, leave a bad Yelp review. That's exactly what would happen. Another one here, Kevin Fogarty says, I don't really like dogs, and it's already bad enough that I have people's stupid dogs approaching me in parks. I don't want them around when I'm on a patio relaxing. I don't bring my cat to restaurants. Leave your stupid dog at home. Well, this bitter Kevin guy is the human embodiment of a cat, by a the way. That's a good problem. Like, so, like, is it just dogs, or can I bring my iguana? Right. Like, why are you going to... I've got a Shetland pony that yeah. loves to hang out with me when, I, when I'm crushing pints. <laughs> can, I bring, can I bring it on the patio? Uh, it's my DD. I ride it home. <laughs> well, there's no shortage of opinions on this one. Discussing dogs on patios, bar and restaurant patios in Ontario. Is it a good thing? And what are you shaking your head at there, Jim? More comments oh, yeah, coming yeah, in yeah, on here this? We go. What if my dog is underage? What happens if it starts raining on the patio? Do you then bring a wet dog inside? No. Next. What if my dog is underage? That's a good point. When the when the dog shows his ID, is his age in human years or dog years? Yeah. And ironically, when you take your food away, it's called a doggy bag. So why not just give it to the dog right there? No bag required. Well, yeah, let's save the environment, folks. Uh, and then here's somebody who just sent us a photo of their dog knocking over a plate of food at their home and saying this is what's going to happen on the patios. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend has a dog, Bruce. I love the dog. Uh-huh. I would like to take him to a patio. 
you know, I, I, but like sure. you said, like in a beach town or somewhere. It depends. Or or a craft brewery. You know, it depends on the patio. Mm-hmm. If, if, if use discretion if you are a restaurateur or if you are going to a restaurant. Think about what kind of restaurant. Is this a dog-conducive environment? Or if you don't like dogs, don't go to the restaurant that has the dog patio. Make yeah. another choice. It's a free market out there. Make sure you pick up after your dog. Get put a little doggy diaper on him. Mm, put a newspaper down. Yeah, instead when of you get to your table. Instead of putting your handkerchief, or, instead, you know, what do they call it? The napkin. Instead of putting it on your lap, wrap it around. Your <laughs> wrap it around the dog's butt. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of everyone else on the patio. Yeah. This story makes you sick. Down in the Windsor area, Jim. Uh, we're we're used to hearing stories every year, and we always shake our heads and, and give Tasmania pudos to anyone who would think about stealing a poppy box. Mm-hmm. You see it year after year. Uh, someone will go into a store where they're selling the poppies, and you drop the, the donations into the little thing. They'll grab the box. They'll run out. That's terrible. This is taking it to a, another level. A bunch of Canadian flags were stolen from veterans' graves. Yeah, this is from an article from the Windsor Star. A total of 160 Canadian flags have gone missing from the graves of soldiers. Um, they, the flags were put in place by a committee uh, last week in the First World War section of Windsor Grove Cemetery. And then on Monday, they came back to check things out. Every single flag was gone. So it's not like an accident, like somebody stole one as yeah. a memento or the wind blew them away. It was systematically somebody stole. Targeted. It was a targeted theft one. of Canadian flags off of veteran soldiers' mm-hmm. graves. I mean, I, stealing anything from a graveyard absolutely. is ridiculous. Going into a graveyard, touching things is, is so inappropriate, let alone stealing Canadian flags from veterans' This close to Remembrance Day. Who fought for your freedom. Yeah. If it wasn't for the veterans, you would not be, you wouldn't even be allowed to walk around a graveyard. Mm-hmm. But uh, you wonder, like, what is the, what are they going to resell these flags? Like, what would the motivation even be? It's probably just a bitter loser who just stole them and threw them in the trash or something. Like, I don't think it's a prank from some college kids or you, something like that. You don't think it's a money-making scheme? Like, no, because they're all from the... Like, I'm reading this article. They all they just got them from the dollar store. These aren't fancy flags. They're just, uh-huh. you know, run-of-the-mill Canadian flag with a cardboard stem, and you, you stick them in there, and... Yeah, there's there's no money to be made from these things. Punk kids, maybe. Maybe, maybe some punk Think kids who don't understand. Cool. Yeah, they right. maybe don't understand the the gravitas, you know, behind it. But I, I don't know. I, there's a lot of people, disrespectful people, who who kind of disrespect soldiers. I think disrespect Canada, and I think this is one of those instances. I'm just guessing, Pudos. but big pudos. Mm-hmm. That's it's terrible. Monday is Remembrance Day, and yeah, you, know, you hate to to get up a couple days before and see this story in the newspaper. Well, hopefully, and I have a feeling that there's going to be some Canadian flags put back on those graves. Probably more. After uh, people in the Windsor area find out about this. You got to Google it. What you want to know? You got to Google it. Do you want to know my answer? You got to Google it. Just type it on that. We are playing You Gots to Google It, and Bubba got through. Hey, man. 
How are you? Good. You are going to have to guess which is the top Google suggestion here. Going to type something into the search bar. You know when you do that, they do the autocomplete and suggest what you may be looking for. Now, uh, all of them are real Google suggestions, but you guess which is the most searched for. The top result here, okay? Okay. First thing I am going to Google, how many times? G-O-O to the G-L-E. Press enter. How many times are you supposed to poop? Hmm. How many times should you shower? Or how many times can a skunk spray? Which is the top Google suggestion there, Bubba? I'm going with poop. No, I'm sorry. What? It's close, though. It's how many times can a skunk spray? <laughs> no, it still doesn't smell good. No. That's, I'm surprised because I'm more curious about how many times a day you'd... Like, everybody thinks about that. No? Yeah. Hmm. It depends. I think it depends on your body. Yeah. Depends on how many skunks live in your area. <laughs> <laughs> how many times can a, uh, can a skunk spray? Because that's what I've been blaming my, my <laughs> bowel movements on. I must be that skunk. It's been spraying all day. Two to three times a day, I'd say. <laughs> okay, Baba. Next thing I am going to Google is what happens if... G-O-O to the G-L-E. Press enter. Google suggestions. What happens if you eat mold? What happens if you eat raw chicken? What happens if you drink expired milk? Hmm. Which is the top hmm. Google suggestion there? I'm going to go with the first one. What happens if you eat mold? Correct. I guess it depends if you're allergic to mold or not. Yeah. Probably what kind of mold. There's good molds and bad molds. There's good molds. Yeah, well, blue cheese is made oh, out yeah. of mold. That's right. Penicillin is made out of mold. Mm-mm, delicious. Mm. I'll get some blue cheese with a side of penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> Last one here. You need this for the win. Is it normal? G-O-O to the G-L-E. Press enter. Is it normal for cats to puke? Is it normal for babies to snore? Or... <laughs> Uh oh. Is it normal for teeth to wiggle a little? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the first one. Is it normal for cats to puke? Congratulations. <laughs> wiggle just a little. My teeth are wiggling. Not a lot. Just a little. A little tie here. Let me try your teeth, Jim. No, it's a wiggly set, I'd call it. <laughs> I have dreams sometimes where they wiggle. Yeah. They're very uh, unnerving. That's worse. Mm-hmm. Teeth falling out dreams. Yeah. But how happy are you when you wake up and, and all your chompers are still there? So good. It's a great feeling. For some reason, just looking at that sentence makes me laugh. <laughs> Is it normal for teeth to wiggle a little? <laughs> you you have a, a smart device at home, right, Jim? I, I do. I plugged it in for a day and then unplugged it. You're worried they're listening to yeah, you? Yeah, I said no more. I had to Google Home. It's convenient. We've got the uh, the one from Amazon in our house. Don't say I it. I don't want it because every time we do, listeners complain because their device goes off. That's one drawback of having one of these things. We say the name of your device, then it'll go boom. <laughs> How can I help you? Yeah. Well, uh, we're, we got the convenience, but we're still figuring out what we're paying for it. And I saw this online. This is crazy. 
apparently hackers, potential thieves, can use lasers to control your Amazon smart device. So if you have a, a smart home, everything in your house is hooked up to your device, they could use this to gain access to your place. Freaking lasers, eh? Laser beams. Uh, they'll shine them through the window and... Well, here, this is a, this is a, uh, a smart person explaining it. <laughs> Inside each microphone, there is a small plate called the diaphragm. When sound hits the diaphragm, it moves, resulting in electrical signals. Instead of sound, an attacker can encode commands via the intensity of a laser light beam. By shining a laser light through the window at the microphone, an attacker can remotely cause the diaphragm to move. This results in electrical signals representing the attacker's commands. The attacker can control smart home switches, mm. make online purchases, open smart garage doors, remotely unlock and start certain vehicles, or open smart locks by brute forcing the user's PIN number. Isn't that crazy? Of course. Like, I'm not surprised. Like, every technology comes with drawbacks, and, and this where is there's just a another will, way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, they'll, find, they'll find some way to get into your house. So just keep it behind, like, uh, some curtains or something? I guess, yeah. Put it under a cardboard box before <laughs> you leave the house. Good Lord. I've heard of the garage door stuff. Like, apparently, uh, thieves will use some sort of scanner and they'll sit outside of your house with a frequency or yeah, yeah yeah and when you hit your garage door to open they can r- register what frequency your garage door is set on then come back later open your door same thing with uh key fobs yeah and in, in if they want to steal your car but that was, I, that was a new thing with like teslas and electric vehicles that they could hack into a fob and, and instead of physically breaking into your car just hack it like that this is a new one with the laser beams through the windows in a way, you'd kind of be relieved if you saw a laser, like a red laser beam shining through your window, and it turned out they were just trying to mess with your thermostat. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to snipe you from the roof next door. Hit the deck! <laughs> but uh, make sure if you've got a smart home device, it's in a, in a place that is not visible or accessible by laser beams outside your window. <laughs> and this has been the most futuristic warning you will hear. On the Taz Show today. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.